0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Wised Up podcast presented by Wise Up Community Ed. I'm your host, Zach Nelson, and today I'm joined by Nancy Bergstrom, who is a certified financial planner, wealth advisor, and founder of B Financial Wealth Management. Today, Nancy and I are going to talk about navigating the financial aspect of this pandemic. Nancy, how are you today?
1: I'm doing well, Zach. Thank you. How are you?
0: I'm doing good. I'm happy to have you on. I think this has kind of been an elephant in the room, so to speak, with this whole virus that's going around. And, and I think people will really find this useful.
1: Good. I hope so. And thanks for having me on. I'm I, uh, something I, I like talking about. So
0: right off the bat, this has been a crazy financial roller coaster. Are we going to be okay?
1: Well, yes, first we are going to be okay. I think a lot of people, um, this is very, it's its unsettling, that's for sure, because there's so much going on. Um, typically when we see something like this in the markets, it's usually an economic crisis, but what started out as a health crisis has shifted into affecting the economy. There are events that happen regularly. Um, and with regularly, I mean every maybe six to eight years that affect the market. Uh, and there's different ways we come out of it. It's I think what's unsettling right now is we don't know how long will be um, how long it will take to maybe see some light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, but we will get out of it. In fact, today markets are up 4.76%. So. Every day is a new day, but we will get through this.
0: So with Nancy, we're going to kind of cover two different aspects of this. We're going to talk about some, some present day things, and then we're going to talk about some planning you might be able to do going forward to take steps to mitigate the effects of something like this in the future. So now that we're already in the thick of things with the pandemic, what are some steps we can take right now to help? Slow and mitigate the financial effects of everything happening.
1: Well, I think the first thing um, the individuals and families can do is just look at your financial picture and know what your financial picture looks like. Um, and by that, what I mean is put together just even if you take a piece of paper, draw draw a square, and list what you have. Um, as far as savings and assets and um, and look at what you have as your liabilities or money that you owe and see, get an idea of your current financial picture. And that's called a net worth statement. And that's just seeing, again, what you have and what you owe. And then I think the second, after you look at that, I think the second step to help mitigate the financial effects by knowing your financial picture, is look at your current bills and see what you have, um, and also look at the pattern of spending, um, and then once you have once you have that picture, you can start formulating a plan. And by formulating a plan, what I mean is looking at what what is necessary in those bills and what maybe is not necessary. So you can have your plan in place and know how to move forward.
0: So kind of touching on that, what are some areas that you think people can cut expenses at this time?
1: Well, you know, so once you, you know, again, once you look at the, that those things um, and set a budget, uh, I think one thing with that, with the shelter in place right now is, you are the ability to go out and spend money isn't there. Although, of course, we have Amazon and different online shopping areas. Hopefully, um, taking a look at that and not buying any unnecessary items. Also, with the with shelter in place, I think we're almost forced to save money, and um, and it's a good time to look through what you have in your home. So, uh, you know, not even from a financial perspective, but look at what you have and go through what you have. Um, Maybe there's things you can repurpose. What don't you need um, that you can set aside to donate at a later time or or not have. I think once you clear your space that sees what you really need Um, that helps cut expenses because sometimes when we're not looking at what we have there's a tendency to just buy things. So I think that's one way to cut expenses. The other thing to really look at at this time is with interest rates. Um, Look at what you're if you have any debt look at how that how much you're paying in interest it might be a good time to refinance uh, looking at ways to consolidate debt or refinance is another way to, to decrease your expenses.
0: I guess one thing that popped into my head and it's kind of at the opposite end of all the advice you just gave, but a lot of restaurants and businesses like that are struggling at this time. Do you have any tips on how you can kind of support your own financial needs, but also help support others that are struggling in this time?
1: Definitely. I know. I think about that as well. And, um, you know, again, going back to having a plan and a budget, that's so important. Uh, And if there is room in your budget to go out and maybe once a week, you have a, you you pick a, a favorite restaurant that's offering takeout to Have that in place. You know, I think how I picture how I picture what's going on now, and this is a little veering from the finances, but I think it also applies. Is I picture it as a circle. So if you take your first circle and look at your household, and you know take care of your household, then you can expand that circle and say, okay, how can I help my neighborhood? and then you have that stabilized and then you expand that circle and you say how can I help my community so first and foremost I think in order to have that you know a strong economy and help everyone else I think you have to start by focusing on your household and what you can do and then you're able to get your picture to see how you can help outside of your household
0: that's great advice like for my wife and I we've made a list of different places that we've either eaten at or shopped at in the past. And then once we figure out where we're at financially, then kind of go down the list slowly, not all at once and make sure that we're helping support those places that are definitely struggling at this time. Switching gears, much has been made about the volatility of the stock market in recent weeks. What advice would you give on that front?
1: Well, when I work with clients, i we go through uh, again, kind of talking about the first things I laid out was looking at your financial picture. Um, we then have we look at what's called risk tolerance, and that is how much risk are you comfortable with having because we do like I mentioned before, we go through different Different events that create a lot of market volatility every six to eight years, ten years. So things like this are going to happen again, and so it's really important to know what your ability, willingness, and need to take risk is. Um, and so once you once you have an idea, and it, you, you then you want to develop your investment plan. Um, a plan that you can stick with. It's really hard to pick out how much risk you can handle until something like this happens because typically when markets are doing well, people's risk tolerance is a lot higher. And then when we have situations like this, uh, people completely forget about their risk tolerance and it has to tie into that behavioral finance. But if you've gone through the exercise of really understanding how much risk you can take on, and then you have a, a plan or a procedure in place, um, that, that makes a huge difference. Um, you know, when you have your plan in place, you're also making sure you have your liquidity needs met. And that just means cash on hand. Do you have an emergency fund set up? and Or if not, let's work on that first and get that set up and then um, move into the next step of investing so that when there's this volatility in the markets, you can almost try to eliminate um, as much emotion as you can to stick with your plan because you know your plan, you've set up your plan um, and you have things in place to take care of your cash needs there Um, to take care of this volatility in the market. So bottom line is, you know, when you have those things in place, you want to stick with it and not sell and go into cash and try to time the market. That's just, just, it can't be done. I wish it could, but it can't be done.
0: So there is a stimulus that is coming um, to timing and that is to be determined. But do you have any recommendations on what people can do with the money in that stimulus if they're getting some?
1: I would say, you know, again, going back to, you know, really all goes back to that plan. And if you don't have that, if you you know, you're uncertain and you're feeling really uncomfortable, I I guess I would keep that money liquid uh, for the time being. And then see how you are going to need that in the next few months. And if you're able to, if if you don't have that emergency fund set up, put that in your emergency fund and keep that liquid. If you are doing regular, if you have your budget and your plan in place, I would continue with that. So what I mean by that is if you are investing regularly and you know you have your emergency fund set, that then that's something you can allocate into your plan. But if you don't have your emergency fund set up, I would keep that liquid.
0: So now we're going to switch gears to talk a little bit more about what we can do going forward to help protect ourselves in a financial crisis like this. So we touched on investing and the stock market a little bit ago, and we've heard so much about um, diversifying your portfolio, things like that, that can help protect us from situations like this. What are some measures we can take to protect our investments during a financial crisis like this?
1: Well, you know, again, I keep repeating myself and, um, but you know, when you have, when you have your asset, when you have your plan in place, you're, you're looking at your investments and you establish an investment plan there's nothing you can do to foresee what will happen with the market. So staying invested and staying the course is really important. Um, sometimes what happens, a lot of people will sell and then um, and then it, it's really hard to get back in the market. So if you you know again, keeping your emotion out of the picture, sticking with your plan and having those that emergency fund available. That's one way to protect your investments because you won't feel the need to sell when the market's down. In just knowing your financial situation. So sometimes people, it's sometimes it's intimidating to people or they just, it's not the first thing they want to look at, but just again, taking time and putting it on paper. I highly recommend putting it on paper. A lot of times people have different categories in their mind but they don't see the full picture and so again going back to what I first said at the beginning is taking out a piece of paper and making a a square a box and just um, writing down what you have and your assets and your liabilities and knowing your financial picture Um, and then making sure you have something in place that keeps you updated on that financial picture, whether if you're working with a financial advisor or not, I would definitely start that exercise and continue with that. Um, And then that that really does bring peace of mind when you can see that if there's changes that it's and it shows you what changes need to be made. Um, And then you can actually have control over those changes and make those changes moving forward.
0: Do you think there will be lasting effects and changes from this pandemic on our national and global economy moving forward?
1: Uh, I I do think there will be some changes. What they are, I just, I don't know. One thing that I'm doing personally is keeping a journal throughout all of this. I have, I have clients who are doctors, and one of them suggested that to keep a journal just because they see things shifting in the healthcare industry. Uh, and then it will be really interesting to look back and see see actually what those changes are. I, I don't think we can go through something like this without seeing any changes, uh, but I don't know what, what those will be. I mean, I think with that, it, you know, when you have something like this, there's also the opportunities. Uh, I I am a very optimistic person and I know that it's it's just, this is affecting so many people and it's such a difficult time. But I think that one way to stay focused is look at one, just one day at a time and do what you can do that day. And then also um, look for opportunities for yourself. I mean, is it an opportunity to help somebody? in your neighborhood is it an opportunity to look online and and do some different training that you've been wanting to try is it an opportunity to reconnect with someone that you want to connect with Um, so I just I think I'm hoping that those the changes that are made will shift things to a to a a positive and just make people more aware of of uh different opportunities out there.
0: So you mentioned it earlier that an emergency fund can be important for situations like this. What is an emergency fund? How do we go about starting one and and how much should we put in that (laughs) emergency fund?
1: Sure well uh, emergency fund you would want to have Again, so you know I, I feel like a, a little bit of a broken record, but um i it's just it's just i think these steps are so important, and it really does make people feel better once you do it because you can start taking steps for your situation any situation that you're in so an emergency fund is you know once you look and see what you have and then um know what your budget is, you really want to see have Three to six months of expenses in a cash account and that doesn't have to happen overnight and it it adds up so even if you just start with a little bit at a time and you have just an automated plan so let's say you have a checking account and your financial institution offers a savings account maybe it's just setting aside as much as you can, $25, $100, whatever amount is allowed in your budget, um, start setting that just automating and putting that into savings, um, while also taking care of your other bills. And once you have that three to six months in savings, then you can look at, you know, expanding that out and and looking at other areas like investing outside of maybe a 401k or doing something like that but once you i just feel like once you start automating things as well it's it's just a lot easier to say but the emergency fund is just so important and as i think people will see now that it's 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 good to have that that cash cushion there
0: so i guess one more time for everyone out there can you tell us again that everything's going to be okay?
1: Yeah, I can. I, I, I think it's, it 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 is, it's a hard time, but I feel like we are all, we are all in this together. And um, I, there's so many good, I've heard so many positive stories um, lately and just people helping people. Uh, I just, think again, if you focus on what you can control just one day at a time, it makes it a lot better instead of trying to project. I, no one can see the future. No one knows. But if you can do one day at a time and, and just do what you can control, it, it is really helpful. Um, and then tomorrow you get up and you look at what you can control and do, stay positive and do what you can do. And put one foot in front of the other. I, you know, we'll we'll get through this. It's not it's not fun, but we we're strong. And I I just think, uh, I just think people will, will help everyone out, and we'll get through this and be stronger.
0: Can people get a hold of you if they have any financial questions during this time?
1: Yeah, my email is Nancy N A N C Y at bfinancialwealth.com, It's befinancialwealth.com. And my website is www.bfinancialwealth.com, And I do have a contact. Um, you can contact me through the website and send me questions. And then I do have my contact information there.
0: Well, that sounds great, Nancy. Thank you for taking the time to join me today. I think um, hopefully this will be really helpful for a lot of people.
1: I hope so too, and thanks for having me on.
0: Thanks again to Nancy for joining us today. Again, you can learn more and get in contact with Nancy at befinancialwealth.com. Thanks to all you for listening. Please subscribe to and review our podcast wherever you get your podcasts from. Just want to let you know about some online classes we have coming up. We're holding adult and youth classes in online formats that you can sign up for now. We'll have everything from live adult fitness to youth art and music classes that you won't want to miss. You can check them out now and sign up on yzetta.ce.leo.com. Again, that's yzetta.ce.leo.com. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back on Friday. Talk to you soon.